baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 971 FM Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome into the podcast exclusive here for Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Thank you so much for downloading uh, another podcast this week. Of course, you can download the show's podcast if you missed it right here on the website or the radio.com app or wherever else you're downloading our podcast. And we certainly appreciate that you are. Tony Colombo, Bo Matthews, you just spilled everything. Water in a studio is not a good thing. We got it. We got it. We're good. We're good. Carry on. Carry on. You have a lid on that thing, right? Yeah, but it, yeah, yeah, there's no stopper. Uh, anyway, continue if you will. I will. Uh, that's Bo. He's making a mess. Producer Chad Ellis is here, and uh, if you're listening to the show this week, you know that also in the studio is our friend Jesse from Razorback Armory. Thanks for sticking around. I appreciate it. Doing a little extra time with us, and uh, State Rep Nick Schroer is on the phone. Uh, Nick, great to talk with you. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on again. So um, if you didn't hear the show or download the show's podcast yet, you might be uh, – we'll, we'll get you up to speed. We have been talking about the state of Illinois just released their pot sales numbers, their legal marijuana sales numbers for January, the first month that uh, it was, it's been available there in the state, and they made $40 million That's in just revenue ridiculous. off of you thinking about selling a gun store and uh, maybe right. going to... <laughs> Yeah, I'm in the wrong business. Um, <laughs> of course, 2020 is also the first year that medical marijuana is available here in the state of Missouri. So uh, we have Jesse from Razorback Armory who, you know, sells guns and does the background check every single day for people that are, are, are purchasing new guns. And we know that... It's still a it's still against federal law to buy a firearm if you smoke marijuana. So you can't even if you're getting it legally from your state, if you're in Illinois or you're getting it from your doctor here in the state of Missouri, you are put in a you, you, you're put in a bind. You have to make a decision. Uh, all uh, just about everybody out there listening has been touched by cancer in some way. Course, I know yeah. that when my dad had his battle with cancer before it was before we had medical marijuana here in the state of Missouri, doctors told him on the down low, "Hey, if you can find somebody that you trust, you might want to get your hands on some because it can help you." Sure. So there's going to be people. This is a real thing that is going to be happening. That people are going to be getting prescribed mm-hmm. medicine from their doctors and they're going to have to make a decision do I want to do what's right for my health and get my and and get my medical marijuana or do I want to protect my second amendment rights and make sure that I can still purchase a firearm and that is a decision that I don't like people having to make yeah. uh I, I, what do you think Nick am I overstating it by by putting it that way am I making it more dramatic than it is or is that the honest no. Uh, truth that people are going to be facing. It's a dangerous world, man. Yeah. Yeah, you hit it spot on. Um, I don't know, no, you know, any other legal drug, any other legal prescription that you can get is not treated this way. And I know on the show, uh, which people can can pull that up if they haven't heard it, um, 
you know, you've got these veterans that have come forward in, in committees that I've dealt with that have said they bring in all of their former prescriptions saying, look, this is what I'm legally prescribed. It makes me suicidal. It makes me, you know, kind of kind of crazy. And I can keep my guns. I can, I can keep my guns and have a gun, which if I am suicidal, I can use in, in taking my life, which mm. many veterans, many first responders have. But then if you find another drug, a legal drug in the way of medical marijuana, which a lot of these guys have you know, come to testify uh, in favor of, now that it's legal here, you're telling me that I'm, I'm putting my Second Amendment rights, which are going to defend me, my family. We've got one of the most violent cities. I'm trying to change that in the city of St. Louis right next door to some of the safest in the city of, or in the county of St. Charles County. But when, when you have legal uh, gun users that are being prescribed things that can impact their mind, it, it, it does not, to me, it doesn't pass common sense why yeah. you would still allow them to have their guns, but something like medical marijuana, which is not going to impact your psyche, so to speak, uh, has not been proven to make you suicidal in any way. Uh, you're going to strip these individuals of their Second Amendment rights. So, yes, when, you, when you're balancing your constitutional rights versus life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, um, they should go hand in hand. You shouldn't be you know, saying, look, you can have one or the other. Yeah. And Jesse, do you have any opinions on what you think? I mean, being somebody that you know is selling guns every single day and, and pushing these background checks through, do you do you have a thought in your mind of of a good way to reconcile this situation? Well, or is it just a box of coat hangers? Well, right now it's a box of coat hangers. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, the best case scenario is if they did reclassify marijuana mm-hmm. and made it so that across the board, all the whole nation, that you could be prescribed it, and it would just be like any other medication. But because we're doing this at the state level, kind of like Nick was telling you, um, you know, it's the best way to do it is actually what Nick is wanting to do is make sure that they cannot access the information that you applied for a medical marijuana card. Yeah. Because if they got that information and loaded it to the database, whether you checked you are or you are not on the form, it'll pop up if they load that to the database mm-hmm. when we're doing a background search. Just like if you had a felony or Correct. something like that. Now, Correct. in the store, in your store, uh, Razorback mm-hmm. Armory, do you have to police uh, when when the person comes in and they're filling out the form, if they smell like Cheech and Chong or if they're drunk? <laughs> no, and I'm serious. Yeah, you're correct. What, yes. do you, what do you do? Do you still go through the process? or, or I have... I have the ultimate right at any time to stop any purchase yep. via gut feeling, yep. via actual. I mean, the guys fall down drunk. Um, you know, he like smells like Cheech and Chong. However, mm-hmm. you want to look at it, we have the we have the. Does final that happen, say. by the way? I've stopped. I, I used stopped. to work there. I have, <laughs> yeah. I've stopped some. I've stopped yeah. some farm stuff. Yeah. It's very few. I'm sure it's rare. Um, but you know, there are some times where you know uh, people we'll over, have to get maybe, a third podcast maybe, to tell those maybe stories. overserved or something. <laughs> and you know, and we just kind of I, I try to respectfully say, hey, let's push this off to tomorrow. Let's yeah. think about this. Yeah. Um, and. You, I, you try to be as respectful as you can, but at the same time, I'm not going to sell a firearm to someone who's intoxicated because I'm going to become responsible for that. Right. Um, well, that's it, the one thing that you guys have to remember, too, is that even though somebody legally has a prescription of marijuana, it could be like alcohol. Alcohol is mm-hmm. legal, but if you're under the influence of it, if, if you're yeah. under something, whether it's Xanax or whatever it may be, if it's going to impair you mentally, you cannot – 
have your your concealed weapon on you. Right. Uh, and that's that's one of the things that you have to be a, a responsible gun owner. And just like uh, you know, I can legally go out and have a. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops, or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. A couple drinks, but at the same time, if uh, if I'm caught with my gun on me and I am drunk, that can get me in some uh, some criminal trouble. Serious so, trouble. Yeah. Yes. So, Nick, how it's important to us, obviously. Uh, we're talking about it. It's important to the audience of this show. But how important is it to the general lawmaker in the state of Missouri? Where Where does this fall on the priority list? Is it high? Is it low? Is it somewhere in the middle? And then it, it, that, that question for the state, and then federally, do you have any belief that it's important to the feds to fix this problem? Well, you know, I, th- I know for a fact that it's very important to Republicans and Democrats here uh, in, in the House. We've got – or and even in the Senate, too. But we've got former law enforcement officers that believe that this is uh, incredibly important, uh, one of which had had a bill, which I ended up attaching my legislation onto by way of amendment. Uh, we're working together on that, and that should be on the House floor, make some news here shortly. Uh, but even in the Senate, you know, you've got individuals that may not even like medical marijuana. They may, they may have, you know, voted against it before uh, in the past when, when we had a Senate bill or a House bill dealing dealing with it. But they still they understand. Look, this is this is now a legal prescription, um, and, and your Second Amendment rights are, you know, very important to to protecting you yourself, your your right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, on the federal level. Um, man, you know, you, you have the, the Trump administration that has come out indicating that he would like to see it reclassified, declassified, that he would like to see some sort of action on maybe even legalization of marijuana since the majority of states have, have taken action on that. But again, until we win back the House, until Republicans win back the House, even though I think Democrats and Republicans agree uh, for the majority on this, Pelosi's not going to want to give Trump a win, and we're not going to want to work with uh, Pelosi when she rips up something like the the, the speech <laughs> that you saw the other night. Oh, I thought that was yeah. the impeachment article she was ripping up. Dang yeah. it. No, that was something different. <laughs> well, that was the Constitution that she's <laughs> oh, for many years. Boom, right there. Uh, you know, and, and speaking of uh, the State of the Union, Nick, um, you, you weren't there, right? No, I was not. The, I was okay. actually uh, in the Capitol in Missouri. Uh, we had just finished up, and a group of us legislators uh, from across the state got together and watched it. And it was very, very interesting. You know, you've got all these different guys from across the state. You got farmers, uh, lawyers, doctors, all sitting together. The one thing that we all stood up and started clapping, you know, clapping for a TV, uh, was when he spoke about the right to life. Something that I passed last year in House Bill 126. But you yeah. get different reactions. Um, but it was very, very strange that that was the one thing that bound all of us together. My wife actually challenged me that, and I should have done it, uh, that every time uh, they, they, the audience stood up in the State of the Union, I should have stood up to get my, my squats in, but I didn't do sure. that. <laughs> but did you, did you feel a boost when he mentioned the Second Amendment in his speech? Oh, absolutely. And, you, you know, you could just feel it in, in that entire building. 
Um, you know, the Democrats didn't even stand up for record low unemployment for women, minorities. So, right. you know, they, they, they weren't going to applaud anything. Uh, but I think that really, you know, sent shockwaves across the base when he's standing for, you know, the rights to life, right to the Second Amendment, things that, you know, Democrats used to. You know, think back. Democrats enacted in our laws in the 1980s that uh, life begins at conception. They were the ones standing for the Second Amendment back in the 80s and 90s. And now you look today, we only had three Three Democrats have voted for uh, the right to life bills. We we rarely get any that'll stand up for the Second Amendment, right. and that's what I think is very telling. That across the nation, you're going to have individuals that may have considered themselves Democrats years ago, even still today. I've heard of some Democrats that are that are very much on the line, may, maybe even moderates, that when they saw Nancy Pelosi ripping that up, and and the, the Democrats are not standing for certain things like the right to life, your Second Amendment rights. Now they're saying, look, I'm done with that party. I'm very open. You can win me over now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good stuff, guys. Thank you so much for sticking around and doing a little, putting a little overtime for us. Don't forget, if you just downloaded the podcast exclusive, you can still download the show's podcast. And if you're a part of a group that is a Second Amendment, uh, uh, you know, supporters, yeah. like uh, I'm, I'm part of a group called Fins, Furs, Feathers, and Family. Um, I, I share the podcast and the exclusive podcast with them. If you have a group that you're a part of, do the same. Spread the word that this is an exclusive because we're obviously giving you That's right. Kobe State. Yeah, we appreciate uh, everything you do for us, downloading the podcast. We appreciate everything that Razorback Armory and all the great sponsors of the show do for us as well. Jesse, before we wrap this up, one more time, how can people find you guys and learn more about Everything about Razorback Armory. Certainly. 12072 Manchester Road in De Pere, right next to the tennis shop. Razorbackarmory.com online. Uh, appreciate you guys. Appreciate the show. You bet. And uh, Representative Schroer, you fighting for Second Amendment rights and many, many other things in this legislative session of 2020 in Jefferson City. If people want to keep up with you and everything that's happening in the Capitol, how do they do it? Hey, keep track with the uh, fight for freedom. Go to house.mo.gov. You can look me up. Look at all the bills that I've got, Second Amendment bills. Keep track on them, the process uh, that they're going through. You can find me at nick4rep.com. Or on Twitter, you can stay entertained with uh, my rants, my uh, fights for liberty and pursuit of <laughs> happiness uh, at Nick B. Schroer. Uh, all that can be found at uh, nick4rep.com as well. Great stuff. And, again, thank you, everybody, for downloading the bonus podcast this week. Make sure you are listening to the show every Saturday at 3 o'clock on 97.1 FM Talk and every Sunday at noon on KMOX. And uh, make sure you're downloading both podcasts if you are a podcaster every week. As uh, This is something that we're going to continue to bring to you until you tell us that uh, you don't want it anymore. And hopefully <laughs> that doesn't happen anytime soon. We didn't want you anyway. <laughs> I'm Tony Colombo. That's Bo Matthews and uh, producer Chad Ellis. Thank you guys so much for supporting everything we do here at Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. We'll see you soon. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.